everybody, this is Bimi Shavery and I'm here with your astrological overview for April and it is also going to be a big part of what's happening within Aries season. We are in some very, very interesting times, okay? Things are about to get real, real interesting and so before... Um, Before I get into the astrological elements and the placements and the different transits, I want to remind you guys that right now, a lot of what is, there's like this undercurrent of uh, something about to happen, something about to brew. We can feel it bubbling, but we don't quite know what it is. There's like little things that are happening that are trying to trigger or or that are triggering certain parts of our lives, right? There are things that are, it's almost like throwing a dart and it doesn't quite land where it needs to go, but it's being thrown and it is landing, but the puncture of where it's landing isn't as deep. It isn't hitting as hard. It isn't exactly where it needs to be to trigger the type of response or reaction that's necessary, right? And so we're in this space where it feels very much so like we are being tested. Not only are we being tested, but we're being triggered in a way that isn't quite the magnitude that it is going to be or that is anticipating that it it is about to be right and that's very uncomfortable we're gonna be honest we're gonna be real so we've been trying to distract ourselves we've been trying to act as though oh we don't see that that's not bothering us oh it's not bothering us okay keep 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 it going i know what you're trying to do it's cool whatever Well, as we're entering into Aries season, as I stated to you guys in the March Astrological Overview, part two, things are getting real, real, real. And things are about to hit the fan. You can no longer ignore. You can no longer um, pretend you don't see. You can't pretend you're desensitized. You can't pretend you don't acknowledge what is happening and this is in every area of our existence now as i stated to you guys and when we first started 2021 off i am not i'm focusing very much so on internal growth internal navigation internal but that doesn't mean that external factors don't play a part in how we navigate through the things that are going on For a lot of us, we're very sensitive to the emotions of others. We're very sensitive to the reality at hand. And if you're in a field where you can't ignore the reality at hand, you still have to pay close attention to what's happening because it is a part of your day-to-day routine. Now, for others of you, it's easier for you to disconnect from the world because you don't live in a space that requires you to be present in the world, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, or physically every single day. So this particular month and these transits are going to affect everyone differently. So it's not about trying to force these things to affect you in a way that it's affecting your neighbor or it's affecting someone else that you know. It is about utilizing what you know 
it's beneficial for you to navigate through these particular transits. They may not show up the way that it shows up for everybody, but it will definitely show up in your life one way, form or another. For a lot of it, it is internal. It is how you respond. It is how you react. It is how you process. It is how you perceive. So it's very important that you're aware of that and you're acknowledging that and you're utilizing the tools in your spiritual, mental and emotional arsenal kit to get through this. Okay. So we're going to first, I'm going to give you guys the overall, um, the overall temperament that I'm feeling and the circumstances that may find themselves uh, arriving because um, again, remember we are still, I'm recording this at the, in March. We're not even at the end of, we're in, well, a couple of days to the end of March, right? And we are literally under the full moon in Libra into energy. Now the full moon in this full moon in Libra is all about bringing balance, bringing clarity, bringing fairness, but first it has to get to the deep shit. It cannot skip over the inevitable just so things can feel peaceful. Just because the sun is shining doesn't mean that there's not a storm brewing, right? So you have to be very mindful of that and understand that just because things are copacetic today doesn't mean that there are things, there are not things that are happening under currently that are causing, um, the shit to hit the fan in days to come. Okay. So this is about being prepared. This is about being honest with yourself. This also, this is also about being aware of what is happening, but also being in control of what you can control and whatever it is you can't control. You're releasing that hold on it and allowing whatever needs to happen to happen because it's necessary for the progression moving forward. Now in your personal life, let's start with what it is that we could be first of all health wise okay we're under this full moon energy we've already we're going to have a new moon in aries on the 12th okay of april so with the full moon in libra between the full moon in libra and the new moon in aries there are going to be very high intense circumstances, situations, or issues that pop up that are going to force you to focus on your health. I've already told you how to focus on the full moon in Libra energy when it comes to your kidneys, your urinary, respiratory, your skin, the veins, and all of that, right? Going into the Aries new moon, you're going to want to focus also, in addition to that, your arteries, your, your tongue, your mouth, your teeth, your head, their migraines can happen. Uh, tensions are brewing. So this causes imbalance mentally. This can cause all kinds of abnormalities when it comes to processing brain fog. It can have a lot of different effects on you when you're dealing with the stress internally or externally, when you're dealing or areas of yourself where you've neglected your health in any way, shape or form. If you know you needed to go and get your teeth checked and you haven't, this could be what brings up your uh, toothaches or brings up extractions that are needing to happen, root canals that are needing to be done. Um, Suddenly, if you're dealing with any type of illness, especially with the, the virus that is going around, it causes 
the inability to taste, the inability to smell things. These are these are things that you need to pay attention to because it doesn't mean that you may you have the virus, but you absolutely could have other elements that your body is trying to show you needs to be taken care of. So when we're coming and we're talking about these particular uh, energies, this is going to be a part one and a part two again because there's just so much that is going to be happening within April. And I feel it's better to digest these things in doses. So I'm going to give you a part one and a part two astrological overview. So we're going to just deal with the first two weeks of April. And we're going to also, because a lot of it is we're dealing with the energy leaving out of March and we're still in Aries season. So and uh, second to third week of April, we're going to Taurus season. So it's going to be a total different going to be even more of a of, of too much right so let's just start with the first two weeks the first two weeks you have the new moon that is happening april 12th right but before we even get to the new moon that is happening on april 12th we have mercury entering into aries on the third of april now being that we're under this full moon in libra remember the energy can last it feels more like a super moon, actually. It does. It feels like a super moon, but it's not. It's a full moon. It's about purging and releasing. Now, we're in the middle of that. We're trying to bring out, by April 3rd, we're in the middle of that. We're trying to figure out, you know, the best way moving forward. How can we create the balance from the things that have been exposed to us during this full moon? And we're trying to communicate it. We're trying to figure it out. Mercury is the planet of communication. So it is all about how you perceive, how you process, how you speak, how you engage, anything that affects you communicating, travel, anything. Mercury is the owner. And with that entering into Aries, Aries is a very fiery, very potent, very cardinal, very go for what you know type of energy. And when you have that, mixed with a lot of different many elements that are happening around this can cause a lot of impulsiveness this can cause a lot of hostility stubbornness um it could also make you want to learn more go take the initiative to know more taking the initiative and the confidence in your own ideas it can also make you feel like you just want to engage with intellectual debates you're wanting to you know, challenge someone on what they think they know and what they think they feel and how they are wanting to come off or how they're trying to share whatever it is that they're trying to share. You are wanting to remind yourself during this transit to respect that you don't know everything. And even if you think you know the, the most, you need to respect other people's position in whatever they think they know or believe about themselves. You can't possibly know more about what someone knows about themselves and communicating that is very important because if you don't this is going to cause a lot of fights a lot of unnecessary stress and a lot of unnecessary tension when it comes to areas in your life you don't have to say everything you think you know you don't have to engage in things that you think you need to be a part of. Not everything requires your presence or your attention. And even if it does require your presence and your attention, it doesn't always require you to be the person that says, does, or takes initiative in certain aspects. 
And when you're in this Aries energy, Aries is the baby of the Zodiac, okay? And Aries is also very, very optimistic, but also very powerful when it comes to their fire. Bullheaded, I'm the first, right? I am, I am, well, not the baby, it's the first. Pisces is the baby, it's the first, right? It's like, I'm doing what I know I need to do. I'm the boss, I'm going to take the lead. I'm going to do what I need to do to um, get this done. But you're not always it's not for you to do it right always it's not just always about you so that's something that you want to remind yourself because coming up under this transit of full moon in libra where it's all about balancing out these scales you're coming libra is an air energy but it's a very venetian ruled air energy which it loves in in taurus because taurus is a venetian ruled sign but this is aries aries doesn't really take the gentle approach aries is not going to take a considerate approach if it means not doing what it wants to do to see something through so you're going to have to be very careful of how this energy affects you and how you come off during this energy because it can really cause a lot of turmoil unnecessarily that you can't just get yourself out of and Aries is very much so that energy of do now think later do now process later do now move now act now and then I'll think about how it affected those that were connected to me or around me or that were intertwined with it in some way later so be very mindful of this now between the 3rd of April and the 9th of April we have Mars Mars is another fire it loves Aries right it's Aries Aries rules Mars so it loves I mean Mars rules Aries so it loves to be you know in fire it loves to start stuff it loves to go after what it knows and light the fire to the flame it loves that because that's their that's that's the energy it's accustomed to But Mars is in Gemini currently, and it is going to be going against Neptune, which is the planet of spirituality, the planet that also can rule um, the undercurrents of what's not seen, uh, the moon, it moon, you know, like the moon energy, very, very, it can be deceptive. It can be filled with illusions and cloudiness. Um, And Neptune is in Pisces, which it loves to be because Pisces is a very spiritual sign it's mutable so it's easily adaptable it's into you know keeping the peace and navigating it easily adapts to its its scene and its scenarios and and etc and so on right but it also is a risk taker and it doesn't really think about structuring what it is attaching itself to it doesn't really think about the effects of going in the depth it just goes and with Mars being a Gemini going against that, it can cause a lot of internal confusion as well as external uh, deception. And, and it's high on the acting on the deception. It brings a lot of lies and uh, aggravation and insecurities and stubbornness and all of these things to the forefront in a way that can be very traumatizing to someone emotionally, mentally, and spiritually, right? There's this
there's this um, energy that feels like there is no structure. There is no clarity. There is no clear picture of what's happening. It's like fantasy, right? And it's like taking that fantasy and going full forward. Even if it could, even if what you're hearing isn't the truth, it's just taking it and running with it. Much like social media. It's like you can post one thing, whether it's the truth, whether it's not the truth. If people want to build on that, they attach to it lies or whatever, and they run with it. And that has so much damage that can be done to that. You know, there can be a lot of damage done based on the inability to really process and think for self and really, really see beyond the clouds and the illusion and the deception. So during the third and the ninth, when you have Mars in Gemini going against Neptune and Pisces, I want you to be very careful and very aware of your mental health and your temper, um, the risk that you're taking, your inability to concentrate on the most important things, what matters the most, what helps you to navigate the most, what helps you to be fulfilled the most, what helps you to become the best version of yourself the most. Because this is definitely an energy that can trigger a lot of anxiety and anger, a lot of toxicity, okay? And then on the 14th, we have Venus, which is the, it's so funny, I just mentioned Venus. Um, Venus going into Taurus, and this is like a match made in heaven. This is a very sensual, very um, deeply penetrating, slow, grooving, sexy energy. Okay, it is it it reeks femininity. It reeks sensuality. It reeks emotional stability and emotional communication and growth and prosperity and security and fidelity, right? Because Taurus typically is an energy, a sign that loves stability. It is focused on the aesthetics. It is focused of the inner aesthetics. It is focused on what something looks like, what it feels like, what it tastes like, what it is. And it wants to feel good and it wants to be safe. And it wants to be in love and it loves to explore sexually and sensually and express it. And it likes to be the recipient of those expressions. So during this time is very, very, very interesting and very beautiful energy coming out of this tense toxicity because you have this soothing to the scars almost it's like this soothing feeling of just it's okay it's it's let me show you that I love your scars in in despite what it looks like let me show you that I love you despite the anguish and the insecurities and the mess ups. Let me show you, let me, let me show you you're appreciated. Let me show you that you're desired. Let me show you, let me show you, let me show you. This brings a sense of commitment, 
a commitment to self, a commitment to seeing things through, a commitment to seeing whatever it is that you're engaging in, seeing it out, right? Seeing it through its totality, not just allowing yourself to sit in spaces that isn't mutual. This is about reciprocation. This just feels really, really good, okay? So this is a very good energy. However, on the flip side of this, because this Venus in Taurus also likes control. It also likes what's mine is mine. I don't want to share it. I don't want to give it away. And I don't want anybody looking at it. I don't want nobody. I could put it out there for you to see, but don't look too long. Don't try to touch and don't want don't try to pick apart it. Right. So pay attention to moments where you may feel a sense of jealousy and your insecurities take you to a space of possessiveness or like this scorpionic type of luring. Like, I wonder what this person's doing. I wonder what they're really doing under the radar. I wonder if they're really being honest, if they're not. Like this can be your inspector gadget getting the best of you type of energy where you're just trying to figure it out because you are insecure and you are feeling a little bit of negligence right you're feeling like this person hasn't been as present as they should be or maybe they're too present because they're trying to cover up for something that they've done or something that that's happening that I don't see and am I a fool am I falling in love with this person and this person is really not who they be very mindful of this because remember you still have Neptune and Pisces which brings that illusion and it brings that sense of uh seeing things it can bring that sense of seeing things not so clearly. So be very careful. Um, again, because Pisces is a very mutable energy, it, those feelings and those thoughts are very fleeting. So be very careful that you're not acting on impulse. Mercury is in Aries still during this time. So you want to be very careful that you're not acting out in hostility. You're not acting out in possessiveness and uh, being very disrespectful and being very condescending and, and taking the initiative, leaving people, breaking up with people because of your insecurities and because you're not really dealing with the reality that it's you, it's not them. Be very careful that you're not projecting your internal issues and internal fears on other people. And it's causing you to cut off your head despite your face, right? You need to be very careful that what you're doing, what you're saying and how you are showing up in the communicative sense is reflective of the truth and not an illusion. Okay. So then you have, that's on April 14th. That's so from April 3rd to April 14th, actually from the 28th of March up until the 14th of April, that is the energy that is feeling very kind of confusing. It's like a, a, a very, uh, it's very, it, it's moody. It's very moody, but it's, it's, for a purpose again because we're under that full moon in Libra it's about bringing balance so it's about addressing those undercurrents that are coming up things that are under that rug they're being shown mostly about yourself and how you reflect and see yourself in other people okay on the 16th we have Aries going against Pluto in Capricorn now 
we already know enough about Aries and we already know the sun being in Aries is about how you're seen, how you present yourself, how people expect you to be, what the perception of you is about yourself in the forefront, right? Pluto is the planet of death, transformation, rebirth. Um, it can be reconciliation, but mostly it's about disparging anything that is not beneficial on a core level, right? With the sun being in Aries and Pluto fighting against that in Capricorn, Capricorn is about structure. Capricorn is about figuring it out on a practical sense. How do I make sense of this? in a practical, logical way. Capricorn is an earth sign. Pluto loves slow penetrating energy because that's where it works best. So Pluto being in Capricorn, a lot of Pluto in Capricorn was happening in 2020. And Pluto has been in Capricorn since 2020. And when that happened, a lot of shit began to hit the fan on a core level. And that's why we're still in this, we're in this space again with Neptune, being in Pisces, people have been very, um, this Pluto in Capricorn is going to bring out the, the illusion of betterment, the illusion of we're past the hard part, the illusion of everything's better. We can just go by living our life. We can just do things as we did prior, prior to 2020. And Pluto is here to remind us again, Pluto is a very slow moving, slow, penetrating, planet but it is powerful probably one of the top three powerful planets I would say right it moves very slow it stays in a sign the longest and when it connects it rips shit up and it doesn't it it rips it's like one of those feelings of you got Pluto it's like one of those things that you got this knife and you're trying to get to the bottom of this. Let's say you're trying to get to the bottom of this. Let's, let's use a watermelon when you're cutting the watermelon, right? And you, you stick that knife in that watermelon and you're going very slow at getting deeper and deeper and deeper to the other half of that watermelon or the part of that watermelon so that you can finally cut that watermelon open. You're taking that knife, but you're moving very, 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 very slow. So you're feeling everything. It's not skipping past the wound. It's not escaping the pain. It's not ignoring that it's bleeding out, but it is still going. So this Pluto and Capricorn in Aries is like fast track. It's like, I know I got to get this out. We know this got to come out. We know this got to be said. We know this has to be done. Now we finna go for it, full fledged. We're not thinking about the pain. We're not thinking about what it looks like. We're not thinking about how it feels. We are just going. We are going. And that is going to bring a lot of intensity. Remember, Mercury is still in Aries on the 16th. 
We're in Aries season still on the 16th. We have that beautiful Venus and Taurus energy in the midst of, but it's a lot of fire. It's a lot of anguish. It's a lot of things that are coming up because that Libra full moon on the 28th of March is ensuring that we get to the bottom of shit finally so that we can cultivate a newness for real because we are still in the beginning of an astrological new year. We are still in the middle, in the middle of spring equinox and we are now in a space where we're needing to move this shit forward so that we can change the, the structure and remove all of the things that have been preventing real change and real uh, progress thus far. So this is going to bring a lot of prepotency, a lot of intensity, a lot of exhaustion, a lot of obstinacy, a lot of authority, a lot of battling with authority, a lot of bucking, wanting to go against whatever the systems you are trying to go against are. This is about redefining the structure, redefining what you view as structure, reviewing how you respect or lack respect in certain areas of your life when it comes to masculinity. This is a lot of, a lot of fire, a lot of fire, right? And if you're not careful, the progress that you've made can be dissipated because this is bringing its own set of trauma with it, its own set of destruction with it. And it's intended to bring that because it is needing to shift the dynamics and is needing to change the dynamics. So too much positive toxicity, the, I mean, the positive the toxic femininity is going to be exposed. The, the masculine can come off very, very, very domineering because it is trying to overthrow that toxic positivity that has that toxic uh, femininity and that toxic, you know, energy that has been brewing, that has been, been pinning one against the other. All of that is about to be in the forefront. And it's necessary though. It's not to harm you. It's not intending wanting to harm you but it's willing to do it if it means getting to the space we're needing to get to so that we can finally move forward now this is on an external and an internal way right so this can affect you externally when you're looking at the world and you're looking at the current circumstances of the world and the situations we're battling when it comes to voting rights and it comes to politics and it comes to um Asian hate and it comes to black crime and and murder of black people and fighting for justice and trying to get Hispanic people in a safe space in the cultural battleship that we are in the midst of. We are in this space where nothing is going. I need people to let me say this. Let me say this. Let me say this. Let me drink something. If you're familiar with the podcast and you know that when in, in the earlier episodes or really not in early episodes, but typically when I say drink something, it's because I'm trying to bring myself back down and I'm drinking something because drinking something brings you present and it, it calms you. Right. So I'm, I'm drinking my tea. I ain't drinking nothing, drinking nothing. I'm drinking my tea, though. So let me let me let me you drink something, too, if you can drink something. This is about bringing further change to the dynamics that have been ignored way, way too long. And 
If you're someone who is so microwavable when it comes to seeing things that are wrong, such as social media, I'm going to say social media because social media is really a very toxic Petri dish when it comes to real change, right? And not because it can't be effective, but because it's not long lasting. It's like there's this uproar for a couple weeks and then there's nothing. And that's not effective for change. With Pluto being in Capricorn, it is about people. Listen, think of it this way. When Pluto entered into Capricorn in the end of 2019, 2020, right? It has not lost its focus on the changes that it is intending to make. It's still moving, but Pluto moves very, 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 very slow. Saturn and Pluto have destroyed a lot of the dynamics because it's intended to. Saturn is still doing work, but Saturn, there's not a lot of, you know, notice on that because everything right now feels better. Not because it is better, but because people are choosing to to be in a space of illusion in a lot of ways. We're trying to force betterment. That's not how real change happens. Real change and real infrastructure uh, readjustments happen when you really, really get to the root of things and you really work to change the dynamics. So that is why Pluto is back not that it ever left, but it's going to be reminding us during this time that, hey, I'm still doing work on the ground level. Don't think because the sun is out that the storm ain't brewing because the storm is still brewing. I'm still going to bring this shit down because it's still now you're seeing more and more. It's like when someone is digging up dirt underneath the ground, right? And you start seeing more, the hole is getting deeper and deeper and deeper. It's because you have to go deeper and deeper and deeper to get to where you're needing to go to, to remove whatever has been rotting this core. So there is like a lot of dirt that's been coming out. There's a lot of drama that's been brewing. There's a lot of the disgusting behaviors of humanity that have been shown, but it's not over. We, we're not done. The deception, the lies, the corruption, the cover-ups, the inability to face the reality and the truth, the lack of consistency, all of that, all of that is going to further be exposed and it's going to further bring it out. And with this Mercury being in Aries and with this Mars being in Gemini, There is a lot of this that is going to be very potent and very powerful and very much so about destroying thought processes, uh, actions, and causing a lot of conflicting things that have been ignored for a brief amount of time. Shit was hot and then it's cool. Now it's warm a little bit, but we forcing cool. No, Pluto like, hey, you're not going to ignore what I'm trying to show you, what I've been giving you in doses. I'm about to bring this shit out forefront. Yeah, once again. And that is not just externally, even though it is definitely externally. It is not internally. If you're someone who's very attuned spiritually and you're very connected with what your body is sensing you, 
um, and you pay attention to that, then you have fit, you feel this eeriness of shit ain't what it seems like things are not, nah, like I'm going to stay, I'm going to stay over here and I'm going to keep doing what I've been doing because something is about to happen. Some things are about to occur and I am trying not to be in the way, right? Because it is, it is, it, it, it is. And we can pretend and I've been telling people and I laugh about this all the time. I've really, really, really gone through 2020 sober and 2021 sober. Not one drink have I had in 2021 and I did not drink at all in 2020. I think I had one drink on 20 in 2020 for my birthday and um, I was I was at home like and that was June. <laughs> so I don't I don't drink anyway. I don't have a problem with drinking, but I can't believe that I've conducted myself with everything this is going through the loss this is going through tragedy this is going through everything sober that is a very humbling thing because there's been a lot of shit happening there's been a lot of things going on and I feel everything so if you're like myself you're like I don't know if I can take much more but if you've made it through all of the things that you made it through in the last year you you you're braced for what's about to come because it's not going to be like starting brand new. It's going to be an exhilarating continuation of what's already been happening. So it's not as, as devastating because we're still in the midst of the beginning of it, right? We're still in the midst of it already happening. So we already know what's happening. So many people just have been pretending it doesn't. There are a lot of things that people the seeds you've sown, you're going to reap. You're about to reap them. And the only thing that we have right now is our mind and our health. If we don't, if we haven't understood that. <laughs> okay. So yeah, listen, son, the Pluto, Pluto is here to bring us more of what we've already seen and what we've already done and what we've already experienced. Um, but it's going to be pushing forward. Right. Um, so yeah, externally for sure, internally for sure. So this is going to affect your home life. This is going to affect you, how you think about relationships, what you engage in relationships, how you allow yourself to be connected in relationships, what you're willing to take, what you're not willing to take, how you're willing to be involved and you're not, etc. So on what you want foundationally, Capricorn is all about foundation. It is the father of the Zodiac. Cancer is the mother of the Zodiac and Capricorn is the father of the Zodiac. It is about structure. How do I make this work in a practical sense? How has this not worked? What have we been doing since Pluto entered into Capricorn that we have allowed to become the new norm that is not normal and we're now about to shift it again because the shit ain't working. Capricorn is all about, uh uh-uh, that ain't working next. We're not gonna do that next. Oh, you still ain't learned the lesson? Okay, next. These are the, <laughs> this is the energy that we're, we're facing ourselves with and we're faced with, and it is not comfortable. It is not the, 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 the thing we would like, but it is what it is, right? It is what we're going to have to deal with. And if you're lucky and blessed, you make it out of this. If not, you won't. So, you know, that's just the reality of it. And then on, um, well, the advice I would give during this time is just to make sure that you're in uh, co you're cohesive with where you're going, what you want and what you know is right for yourself and your family and everything connected to you, because 
This is definitely another dismantlement. That is another level of the dismantling we've already been experiencing. And you're going to continue to experience it during this time. Okay. Now, on April... Okay, so between April, okay, so I've already told you guys, April 3rd, Mercury enter, enters into Aries. April 9th, Mars in Gemini going against Neptune in Pisces. April 14th, you have Venus entering into Taurus. Now, between April 9th and April 14th, I did mention to you guys who have a new moon in Aries. Now, new moons are all about new beginnings. It is about new structure. It is about creating a newness from what has been released or let go of during the full moon that preceded it, right? Um, this is, this is going to add the fire to take an initiative going forward, um, watching what it is that you're wanting, watching what it is that you're desiring play out. So this is very important. It's very necessary. It is very, um, it's a very intricate part to where it is you're headed. Right. And so you want to be very sure that the seeds that you're sowing are seeds that you are wanting to bloom now if it isn't again pluto is here you may not be able to really lay anything if you haven't already laid these seeds and you already haven't already been working and it's not ordained and, and divinely ordained to be in that soil pluto is here to rip the shit up so you just want to be mindful and be very careful that what it is you're engaging with and what it is you're participating in is something that you are wanting because it is going to be here a long time good bad or indifferent that's going to be what you eat off of so be very careful be very mindful and and listen to your higher conscience when it is trying to tell you what it is it is experiencing and what is good and what is not good for you okay so that's on the 12th and then you have April 16th I told you that the sun is in Aries already we're in Aries season that's what it means when it says the sun is in Aries you have it going against Pluto and Capricorn I just gave you guys a whole rundown about that beast of Pluto okay in Capricorn it has been here it, if you if you're not familiar with what has happened please listen to my 2020 episodes where I speak a lot the entire year about Saturn and Pluto I speak a lot about Saturn, Pluto, and Capricorn, Jupiter and Capricorn, all of these elements. Everything that you saw initiate and happen in 2020 was due to Saturn, Pluto, Jupiter, all in Capricorn. And then Saturn briefly going into Aquarius and then back into Capricorn. That is all why we are dealing with what we're dealing with. I break it down from going to everything. I broke it down prior to Actually, you can start in 2019, the end of 2019, when I started speaking about what would happen in 2020 and then going all the way through 2020, right? It's, it was, it's real. It's been real. Astrology doesn't lie when it comes to energy placements and the power of the planets. It is not, astrology is about patterns, right? This is not something that has never been done in the world before. It just hasn't been done in this lifetime. And when I tell you that it was about resetting, people thought 2020 was new beginning, starting new, uh, a decade. Yeah, it is. But do you understand it was really resetting over 37 years of the history of not just your life, but the world. So you got to understand how these transits play out and the cycles that have been forced to break 
This is, this was, this, we're still in the middle of this. This is not over. This is not done. We are still in the beginning of a reset, a massive, massive reset. And people, the world and, and the way God works is not like social media. It is not, it's hot today. It ain't important tomorrow. Nah, bro, we dealing with this. This is, this is world. This is life. This is God. This is what it's going to be. And there will be casualties. There's going to continue to be casualties. Even if you live through the casualty, you got to see what is happening and you have to take the lessons. And unfortunately, a lot of people are not learning from the initiation. 2020 was the initiation. We are now about to be in the real work of it. Okay. So that's, um, the the 16th. Okay. And then now on the 19th, on the 19th, you have Mercury, which up until the 19th, remember on the third Mercury entered into Aries will be entering into Aries on the 19th. Mercury is entering into Taurus, which brings a lot of focus on the actions that have taken place in the couple of weeks prior. It brings a lot of stillness because with Mercury entering into Taurus, it gives you a slow burn, right? Because Taurus is very slow moving. Taurus is grounded. Taurus is not fire. Taurus is earth. So Taurus is about penetrating on a grounding level. Taurus is about penetrating on a root level, figuring out the core understanding what has been left, understanding what needs to be done and making it work for it in a very soothing way, in a slow way, in a way that is very grounded and it is not all over the place. It is very, 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 very still moving, purposely driven energy. So when Mercury, the planet of communication, enters into Taurus, on the 19th, the same day that Taurus season begins. So we're going from a lot of fire to sudden slow, but not just any kind of slow. It's not like, oh, just one day it's going to turn into slow. No, because remember with the sun in Aries, we're going to have that going into Pluto, going against Pluto and Capricorn. Capricorn is an earth energy as well. So it is already beginning to slow down before Taurus season begins. So it is beginning to slowly slow down in the fire that it's in. So even though it's entering into Taurus season and you got Taurus season and you also have Mercury, the planet of communication going into Taurus, it is bringing a slow burn. It is it is still burning, but it's slowing down. And it's slowing down and it's forcing you to see the fire. It's forcing you to rationalize what has been done, what has happened, what is in our face. What are we needing to deal with? What can we not escape? When you're in Taurus season, you can want all you want to skip past the real work. But Taurus is not an energy that is about skipping 
processes because it doesn't want to have as anything because it likes stability. It likes structure. It doesn't like to have to redo unnecessary things so that it can feel safe. It is wanting to make sure that the decisions that it makes are really lucrative and also based in soil that is going to bring stability in all areas of your life. So you're sitting here and you're thinking and you're processing and you're trying to figure out how to make do with what is left and how to create more with what's to come in a way that does not bring further destruction, but it brings healing, it brings recovery, it brings an ability to see the truth of what it is on a soul core root level. And this is going to play out in a multitude of ways. But again, I focus on my primary focus right now is you internally, your world that is connected to you because we can't control the external world. We know a lot is about to happen. A lot is happening, but a lot more is about to happen externally. We know that this is going to be a lingering effect for a while. We know that. So let's focus on internally, on you, on your life, on your on your family, on the things that are connected to you. What has burnt down, what is burning down, what is needing to be restructured and recreated in a way that is going to help you to get beyond the flame, because that's what it's about. The flame, right? On the 19th, When we have Mercury entering into Taurus, you could find yourself learning to not learning, but suddenly wanting to understand what you've done, what has happened, what has been faced in the last couple of weeks and how you can make now Taurus is very stubborn and I'll get into that entire season. I'll I'll speak about that. Um, Taurus can be very stubborn, very, very bullheaded, very, very my way or the highway. It can. It can. That's a natural energy of it because it doesn't like to move. It's a fixed energy. It doesn't like to move. It doesn't like to be forced out of its comfort. It doesn't like the change often, right? It doesn't like that. So that brings a bit of combativeness that brings a bit of refusal to move beyond the norm. So this energy has also grown that Taurian, right? It's grown you, it's forced you, it's uprooted you, it's moved you. And finally, you're at a space where you feel like I can possibly maybe potentially get a little bit more comfort here. And once you figure that out, you wanna stay there because you don't like shifts. And this last 12 months has been nothing but shifts. It's been nothing but changes. It's been nothing but discomfort. It's been nothing but insecurity. It's been a lot of things that have been happening that have caused a lot of fear, that have caused a lot of instability. And with that comes responsibility. Okay. And so not being able to be responsible because you don't have the tools that you need to be responsible is a lot. And it takes a lot of pressure on, it puts a lot of pressure on you and it takes a lot for you to persevere beyond that. And now that you're at this space where you feel like you may potentially could see, you know, no guarantees, but you can possibly potentially maybe see where you can plant a little seed here and be okay. That's where you're wanting to sit and stay, even if it's unstable, even if you don't really know, you just want to be still for a minute. And so entering Mercury entering into that is finding more compassionate and considerate 
ways in doing that. And then with the sun being in Taurus on the 19th, entering into Taurus season, it's like, okay, I see that I want that, but now I have to create a plan and I'm determined to see this plan through. I'm determined to be receptible, receptive to what it is that is being given to me and shown to me because I want to build this stability. I want to build this space of personal, personal freedom and security. I need it. I can't survive without it. So it's, it's very self-esteem building. It's very much so about the development of yourself and that of which that you're connected to. It is very much so about being willing and ready to work towards those particular goals and those particular ideas of happiness and peace and family and love and security. That is where you're wanting to be now. Be very mindful that when you're coming off this energy of everything fleeting, nothing being so, nothing being um, stable, everything being all over the place, be very careful that you are not over consuming and you're not being excessive with possessiveness and trying to hoard things. You want to hoard experiences. You want to hoard money. You want to hoard material goods. You want to hoard people (laughs) because you're in this space where um, you've lost so much. You've lacked so much. You've, you've been at the, at the brink of everything being gone and you don't ever want to be like that. So you feel like if I stockpile it, if I consume more, if I hold on to more, then I won't be able to, I won't lose. I won't be back where I was or where I felt like I had nothing before. And that's just not the energy that you're needing because that's conflicting and that's going against that's counterproductive to what you're trying to build towards you're trying to build in soil that's going to continue to grow and evolve but if you stockpile then you're saying that you don't trust the seeds and you're not trusting God to do what he's putting in you to do and you're not trusting it to work out the way it needs to work out it's okay to be prepared but you can't fully overly excessively um consume things that are really taking up more space because you need space to grow this garden of prosperity and this garden of stability that you are trying to grow okay so that is going to be your part one astrological overview it's already at 53 minutes i do not want it to go any longer i'm going to do a part two that is going to go into april 19th um up until uh, the end of tar season and uh, bring you a little bit of clarity of what's happening within the last, the last couple of weeks of April into tar season, as well as the retrograde that is happening in Capricorn, Pluto going retrograde in Capricorn. This is going to begin our retrograde season as well as preparing for our eclipse season and we know eclipses and retrogrades are okay so anyway this is your part one astrological overview for um aries this is part this is aries season but it's also april april 2021 astrological overview and this is going to give you a lot of information please process it it's going to hold you over it's going to bring you a lot of clarity it's going to bring you a lot of understanding to what it is that you are facing okay be gentle with yourself be gentle with those that are connected to you i love your freaking souls yes i've gotten your emails yes i've gotten your um 
a lot of your DMs and your messages on social media. I will give you guys a newsletter. We are about to be on our two-year mark of our podcast. So babies, I'm going to kick back and do our newsletter and uh, let you guys know what I've been working on for that. Okay. So I love you guys. Thank you so much for all of your support. Thank you so much for all of my supporters. Um, I have people all over and I'm still kind of like, I can't believe that because this is people that are in like the UK, people that are in Africa, people that are literally all over the globe, Germany, like all over the place, including the US. So I love you guys. I love you guys. I'm very grateful for you guys. You know why I started this. You know, this is not about anything, but really connecting to the tribe and letting people, um, grow and evolve on their own journey and I'm just being used as a vessel and a tool to help you navigate it as I'm navigating through myself okay you teach one you share and you learn more that's how it goes right so I love you guys thank you so much for your support thank you for all of your love and until our next episode bye Mm -hmm.